Hello everyone, welcome to Nerdy People Play D&D, where we play games with pens, paper, dice, and our imagination. Thanks for joining us. And everyone, welcome to Nerdy People Play Dungeons and or Dragons. Um, we are still playing Dungeons and Dragons, and we're having a very, very lovely time. How is everyone? Good. Doing great. Doing all right. Under the weather, but I'm here. Yeah, probably all right. That's good to hear. Now, does everyone remember um, exactly what we were doing? Yes. We're tracking the evil bugs. Are they robo bugs? I don't remember. They, they were robo bugs. Oh. Yes. You you had just come to a tower, um, in the middle of the woods. Um, that uh, Duncan and his friend, um, the bear, Wojciech, had led you to. Um, and as you were coming, it was about, let's call it late afternoon? Or, or just just afternoon, let's say. Okay. Right. Excellent. So, as I said, there is a, uh, a woman there. Um, everyone at this tower looks very, very beaten down. Like, there are essentially like a bunch of what look like townsfolk just kind of wandering around and not, not one of them looks anything except very, very disheveled and just very beaten up. Um, what would you like to do? Sort of nudged I, Michael. Like, hey, look, there's wait. some new people. Go tell them how great you are. I mean, I, that's <laughs> well, that was my first instinct. I... Um, uh, I'm I'm down for that. Off you go, champ. <laughs> Isn't there All a right. thing attacking them or something? Um, it has been, but at the moment, no. I mean, you can see several of them just kind of milling around, um, looking like they don't really know what's going on. All right, I uh, I'll step out into the opening, into the clearing, uh, to where I'm visible. And, uh, hello! I am, uh, I am Michael, the Great Wizard. Perhaps you've heard of me. <laughs> None of you see Dankin put his face in his hands? Uh, well, actually, no, Michael doesn't. The rest of you realize exactly what's happening, and they're like, oh. Um, the woman steps forward. Um, travelers? Uh, oh, they see everybody else? That they see everyone else. I mean, they, 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 oh, okay. yeah, I mean, I, well, I assume none of you are like trying to hide in the woods or anything? Not no. currently. I mean, I could blend in if I wanted to, but best not. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can see her carrying a pike and a heavy crossbow. Uh, she's wearing leather armor and there are several tears in it, and you can see wounds just not all over her, but y you can tell she's, she's been in a pretty, pretty bad fight. Uh, how are how are you doing? Is everything okay here? No. My name's Sarah. We've been running for days, but we we can't run anymore. We 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 have too many wounded and not enough able-bodied fighters. Well, as a matter of fact, I I actually have a group of able-bodied fighters here with me. <laughs> I hope they're as good as your words. Well, thank you. 
They come at nightfall. We don't know how much longer we can hold on, but there are many of them. Uh, I hold up the weird bug arm that I assume we kept with us, because why not? You mean these? Yeah. Is this it? Yes. That's All right. Them. Well, I guess it's not vampires. Um... No, but I did give you those, Ethan, if you recall. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I I'm able to uh, do some healing on on people depending on their injuries. Uh, is there anybody who like really needs to be healed? Almost everyone. Okay, I mean I kind of have to prioritize this. Uh, I mean if I could, I mean is there somebody who's like right about to die? Right, I mean because you're standing at least for the moment yes for the moment uh, okay we, we I'll show you to the wounded um, the re- okay so she takes Michael away and um, I think this is my not for any nefarious purpose she she just leads him upstairs um, Michael as you come upstairs you can see several people several wounded uh, one or two are definitely at death's door. And most of these people, though, they will be okay, but what they need is several days' rest. Administration from a doctor. Not necessarily magical healing, but, but certainly just, like, if someone was able to keep them bandaged and keep their fevers down, that would be enough. Oh, because I kind of only really do, like, that magic healing. I'm not really, like, a hold pressure on the wounds okay. kind of guy. Okay. Uh, is anyone um, good at that? My medicine is plus one. You could still potentially make a roll. I mean, just to bandage or to keep pressure on wounds, yeah. that wouldn't be too difficult. Um, Michael, though... Yeah. Oh, actually, I'll ask the, the rest of you, what, what are you all doing? Are you going to help with the wounded or speak to, the, to Sarah here? What, what's your plans? I can go up and try and help with the wounded. We do have some of those first aid kits. Excellent. We do. Uh, Max would probably help with that as well because she's not much for talking. Okay. But and mouth? Uh, I don't know, might as well help with the medicine. Who knows? Maybe it'll uh, work and I won't have to. Uh, Sarah at this point also says also, if there's any of you who can help us prepare in, in any way. We, we would be most grateful. I will also help with that. Wait, just a moment. Sure. Uh, at least uh, be like, Michael, take one of these and hand him the first aid kit. Okay. I'm going to go downstairs yeah. and start. I'm assuming there's an entrance to the tower. Yeah, it's um, it's just over here. Sorry, this tower is very badly drawn. I'm just going to start going around with little wire and start yeah. casting alarm. Yeah, the the wounded are over here, but yeah. Okay, so where, where are you putting alarm? Um, Near the entrance. That way, if anything's coming towards us, we'll hear okay. about it. Um, You see they have put a couple of torches in sconces, sconces rather, and, and they've put like a large bonfire just over here, even though I haven't drawn it in, and I apologize for that. So you can see that they're going to be able to, t- like, they, they've essentially got light all around. 
Then I'll try placing it in between, like, their fire and the torch and the bonfire. So it's like, something will come in this way. Put it down here. Excellent. This is going to take me ten minutes, so... Okay, as a ritual. Excellent. Um, uh, Dame Malf Michael. Um, You three... Sorry, I should say Mags, Malf, and Michael. Um, You three head up the stairs over here. As I said, I mean, you see a room of wounded people. Like I said, a lot of them just need basic doctoring done to them for them to be okay. Um, However, while you're up here as well, you do see two very, very familiar figures. Do you recall the gnome and the half-orc? Aren't they, like, running a shop or something? Not quite. There's, I know there's a half-orc in, that was the Joker in the deck of cards. It was the half-orc and the gnome. Okay. Yeah, they, they shared it. And again, I don't really have great anything for them, so I'm just using these two basic ones. Um, so that's Rosie. Hello, Rosie. And that's Marty. Hey, Marty. Darn it, I just realized I should have called them Rose and Marty. That would have been great. Now, oh, well, press on. Um, you can see them arguing, and without wanting to enact like a viciously enthusiastic conversation with myself, um, Rosie is essentially telling Marty it's too dangerous. Marty is telling Rosie, that's exactly why I have to go. Oh, hey guys, long time no see. Oh, hi! Uh, uh, it's, uh, I would say it's good to see you, except uh, this is not exactly the right circumstances. What's going on? What are you uh, talking about? Uh, well, and at this point, Marty uh, kicks in. We need brimstone. Yeah, who There's doesn't? a swamp. The, the locals have told us there's a swamp not far from here where it gathers. I intend to go get some, but Rosie says it's too dangerous for me to go by myself. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot about that too. Apparently there's these weird big bug creatures. But they only, apparently they only like it. That's why we need the brimstone. We have a weapon that could maybe... Maybe turn the tide. What kind of weapon? Can I see it? Is it heavy? Yes, I'm very interested in the weapon. Mm. At, at this point, you see Marty kind of put a hand on their hammer. Oh, uh, it's a hammer, isn't it? Rosie, on the other hand, reaches into... Essentially, like, you, you don't see their cart anywhere. Um, but she reaches into a backpack, and she opens up, and what you see is, like, a long cylinder... Mounted on like a piece of, like essentially like a plank of wood. It's got like a small piece of string near one end. And Rosie very proudly holds it up and says, This is the the, the, the latest thing in, in personal defense. Okay. And you need the brimstone to activate it? To yeah. activate the magic or something? Okay. Exactly. I, I knew you were a man of science. Well, I am a great wizard. <sighs> That's um, what I keep hearing. So the word does get around. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, we do have a giant bear 
do you think that would be helpful in like an oh. escort? M Rosie looks kind of hopefully at Marty. Like, actually, who who here has got a decent insight? Hmm. Uh, I'm not there. Plus one. I have plus one as well. Just plus one. Oh no. Okay. E each three of you give me an insight roll. Sixteen. Ooh. Some good rolls. Uh, Eighteen altogether. Wait, why am I rolling the slack channel? I don't know, but I did see what you got. So we've got like. 16, 17, and 19. Um, you can see that she doesn't really want you to say, she doesn't really want Marty to say yes because she is very, very worried for them. But Marty mm -hmm. nods like, that would help. So can you guys just wait like but one night? Like, what's a big deal? Well, because those creatures are coming. And we need the brimstone now. Do you think you can make it to the swamp and back, swamp end back in time? It's not about making it on time. It's about coming back with enough brimstone. I would need help. A bear would help, but extra hands would make this much faster. Well, okay. I'll volunteer to go. Yeah, I'll go too. I don't really like. I don't really want to help strangers. But brimstone for weaponry. Mm. <laughs> this is way better. I'm not really thrilled about going to a swamp and like getting swamp on my boots, coat. Yes, I can understand that would be terrible. Although you could stay here, we do nothing, and you end up with sharp edges buried in your belly. Uh, I mean, I'm I could just leave, but that's that's not going to happen. I'm not really. We can, we'll go to the brimstone place and do that. Okay. Uh, is Mags staying behind to help out with the survivors? Well, I suppose if she's the last one in there, then yes, she will. Okay. Can you give me, well, how, how would Mags do her medicine? Hmm. She, she has a first aid kit, so I would, I would give you advantage because, because you've got that. And yeah. you've got Rosie with you as well, and, and she's she's reasonably clever. Okay. Um, do you want me to roll it or describe it? Uh, we'll do both. D describe, then roll. Okay. Um, Mags definitely uh, has a more gentle touch than people would give her on first look, since she is quite large, and her... Medicine skills tend to be fairly uh, plain. Like she mostly just knows how to wrap the bandage, place the gauze right. Uh, nothing terribly fancy. Excellent. Okay, so I'm going to roll one for Rosie. Can you roll one for Max? Yep. Oh, a four. Okay. Um. So Mags. Uh, sorry, so Rosie, rather. Um, Rosie starts administering to the sick, and she sees what Mags is doing. Like, uh, yes, that's that, that's good. Applying pressure is very good. Um, maybe not that much pressure. Hmm? 
don't know yeah. what you're talking about. And, and so Rosie so she... just like comes over to your hands and she's very gently just like eases up a little. That's see, that's better. Now we're we're not killing them. Uh, and that's that's good, right? Yeah. She, she, she's wearing a very big smile and giving, like, double thumbs up. Like, yeah. 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 Max is rubbing the back of her neck, looking a bit embarrassed. It's okay. Like, oh, it's geez. Okay. We're all feeling under pressure. It's not a problem. That explains why his face was turning blue. It does, yes. <laughs> it could also be that you were crushing his leg, but look. It's okay. We're, we're, we're both here to help out. So you, you two have done some very good work. I mean, a number of these people would definitely have died if you had not done what you had done. And even the terminal case has now been stabilized. So that's all okay. Nice. Excellent. Uh, Conlon, what are you doing? Well, after I set up the alarm spell, that's about all I can do that's going to be super helpful for that. Um... I'm assuming they probably are trying to, I don't know, barricade something or another? Mm-hmm. Yep. I guess I can try and help move things, but that's probably not going to work out well. Cool. Um, at this point, I'll say that uh, Michael, Malf, and Rosie... Um, sorry, Marty. It's still M names, for God's sake, Josh. Um <laughs> M team uh, comes down the stairs um, and, and pretty well announce, hey, this is what we're doing. All right. Um, cool. <laughs> Don't everybody volunteer at once. Um, I'm thinking. Sorry, you, you see um, Dankin, he pats Wojciech and makes a gesture like, you go with Mar- you go with Marty. And um Wojciech sits up and nods his big head a few times and then just ambles over. Oh that's good, because we already kind of volunteered you for this part. Uh, um, Alright. You have no objections, make none. <laughs> Alright, yep, seems cool. Yep. Speak speak up now if you have any objections. Alright, let's go. Uh Denkin makes a certain gesture that, because you're not from here, you don't know exactly what it means, but you... you, you t- <laughs> that part just like, means good luck in it's that like culture. A, it's a special thumbs up. Exactly. Right. It doesn't use the thumb, though. Um, <laughs> a little further <laughs> along the line. Um, so, what I'll do, uh, Conlon, they are making some barricades, and they're also trying to, like you know, just kind of, like, shove rubble in certain areas to just make it a... just turn some areas into, like, difficult terrain. Um, which thing would you like to do? Um, I'll help them try and help fortify the place just because I'm worried it'll go bad. Okay, um, how would you be doing that? Um, Describe what how Conlon would do it. Most likely just actually going and shoving things to try and push them down and filling in holes. Okay, cool. 
Um, so what I'll do is I'll get you to give me a strength roll, and I'll get one from Dankin as well. <laughs> okay. Five. Um, Dankin, however, succeeded. So you two were able to turn certain areas into difficult terrain. Where would you like to put that? Did um, just highlight on the map. Maybe like. I'll, I'll give you a hint. Um, looking at the tracks, Dankin is able to point out that the creatures come from like this kind of area, like from down here. Well, then between these stone hedges. Okay. I will that remember. That seems safer. Okay. Where's my drawing? Where's my drawing pencil? So that is now difficult terrain. Cool. Here we go. Nice. Um, and you're able to disguise it quite cunningly as well. Like, Dankin's able to point out certain kinds of grass that you lay over the top. So it doesn't look particularly uh, disturbed. So it's it's quite well hidden. <clears throat> awesome. Okay. Team M and Bear. Um, the Good luck, guys. Hurry back. Excellent. The four of you hurry off to the swamp. Um, you know, you, you're able to get a couple of very basic directions, and um, what's his name? Wojciech kind of knows his way around. So on the way out to the swamp, you don't get lost or anything. However, um... Which of you would like to give me a D100? Uh, I'll do it. Okay. Okay. Sixty-six. Sixty-six. Wonderful. Um, so you're you're pushing through these wetlands, and you see this figure emerge from the landscape around you. Uh, he's holding a crossbow, not pointed in your direction but it's not too far off. You can see a couple of small water birds hanging from his belt. Hello, I am Michael, the Great Wizard. Uh, perhaps you've heard of me. Greetings, Thar. Name's Andrew. Uh, nice to meet you. Uh, we're just uh, on our way to the swamp. Well, it looks like you found the place. Do you know any brimstone around here? Oh, Sure. You, you'll find it tis about sorry I'm just thinking of that regional guy from the movie that regional guy from the movie Hot Fuzz that they had to bring the translator around and unfortunately I can't do something that's that <laughs> hilarious just on the fly so if you guys want to imagine that that'd be great oh you find it out over there about to take the fair to find yes I suppose uh, all right. Um, oh, you may want to watch out. There's like, when night comes, there's like bad guys that, robot things that show up. You might want to just make sure you're home safe for the night. Yars and all. Show them the arm. Like, yeah, they have. They look. They have this. I don't know. I don't even know why I'm keeping this. <laughs> Can you like make like uh, almost like a shadow puppet, <laughs> like? I'm just pulling on, like, a tendon, and it's just... Like, yeah, we have this hey, thing. It's Bunny Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, do-deformed rabbit. It's my favorite. Um, the swampland itself is exceedingly wet and cloying and far more than uncomfortable. Every few steps you guys take, you're essentially pulling leeches 
out of yourself, or Wojcik is scraping them out of his fur. Um, the smell, however, of bubbling bad water and eggs does waft towards you on the breeze. Um, uh, however, you can see the brimstone available for you to get. Um, Marty approaches the brimstone. Um, this will take some time. And, and they take out a shovel that they've got and they, like, start filling bags. Uh, what are the... Th- what, what are the two of you doing? I mean, if we don't have shovels, I guess we just sort of watch. Okay. Keep a lookout uh, for... Yes, I will definitely keep a lookout and supervise yeah. the shoveling. Well, if one of you could help me, it would save time. Oh, yeah, I guess it probably would. I, all right. Uh, I guess tree. I guess little tree can't uh, hold a shovel, so I'm going to have to do um, it. No, they'd be dexterous enough to do it. What, the little tree? Yeah, they have arms. Yeah, but he's, like, tiny. He can't do anything. He's not tiny. He's, like, four feet tall. That's pretty small. He's bigger than I am. (laughs) I don't know what I just rolled. But I got a five. Okay, what what is your passive perception? Thirteen. Okay. Michael? Do I need, I need to roll something? No. Passive perception. Oh, just passive. Um, why can't I find it? Um, what, what is your wisdom? Uh, is plus, plus one? one? Or 13. Yeah. 13. Uh, plus one. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So oh, passive is 11. Sorry, I found the, it. The two of you... Are, well, one of you is, you know essentially keeping watch and supervising and the other is, you know, picking up a shovel and getting to it. Um, the afternoon itself is like weather wise. There's nothing, uh, particularly going on. However, I mean, you know, the, the occasional bird calls out and there there is a small trickle of water from a small piece of, uh, wetlands nearby. Which means that it's an amazing surprise. Like your little tree aunt, uh, mouth is essentially like just kind of wandering around the water and you see its its little root like toes just kind of brush gently against the water um, you look over however to the side and you do see emerging immediately from the water an immensely large set of jaws that snap directly down on your little tree art friend and I'm going to assume a 27 hits oh no oh no oh. It's okay, I got like a whole pouch tree. of acorns to make new ones. <laughs> I, I assure you, you're very replaceable. So the, these jaws wrap around little little mouth, doing 17 points of damage and clamping around its leg, and they start drawing little mouth into the water. Okay, first of all, it's little tree, not little mouth. Sorry, little tree. Secondly, yep, uh, I think I'm going to have to make a new one. This one's broken. Okay. Oh, it's going to get initiative rolls from, from both of you. Ugh, this is awkward. I mean, if I, do you not care about that little tree? And maybe we could just stay away from the teeth? Well, yeah, like, I got all... I, I can make loads of these. I can only keep one at a time. But, like, you know, he's replaceable. 
Okay. How 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 safe are we from the this creature in our current position? That's a really good question. I mean, if I mean, if you had a ranger who could maybe roll a nature roll to see if they understand how the creature will behave, that'd be good. Okay. You know what? Or survival. All right. I'll roll nature. I'll get that from. Or 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 if or, or if you have it. If you've got nature, survival. No. I've, got a, I've got a plus two to nature. Yeah, okay. Roll it. All right, I'll roll it. If not, I have a thing that I want to, I can do. Okay. That, that's always a good option to, to have. To, to, to wizard it. Yeah, six. Okay. Plus two. Okay. So, um, with even with an eight, you realize, both of you, that the creature is not going to be sated with... A tree and once it realizes that this is just a tree and not something that it can actually eat um, it's probably gonna release the tree and come after one of you two or one of you three because you've got a bear with you okay Um, well if it knows it can't eat if it knows it can't eat trees uh, I can just imitate one and be like see you guys (laughs) (laughs) I like your style Um, do you need initiative I do. Or we'll we'll go I... for initiative. Okay. Alright, I rolled a four, to which I'll add not a lot. Okay. Uh, the nine, crocodile seven. rolled a seven, to which I'll add... To which I'll minus one. Uh-huh. And I'll go to the very, very back of my book. So you just add proficiency, right? So not proficiency, uh, dex bonus. Dexterity, so. yeah. Okay. Yep. Ten, so ten I got a six. Me. Okay. So we got a 10, we got a 6. Malf, what did you get? 6. 6? Yep. Okay. Your dexterity, though, would be better than a crocodile. So at the moment, you're ahead of it. Uh, do you want to roll for your little creature as well? Um, I don't recall. I don't... I'm, I'm so sorry to recall he didn't write just how many hit points he had. And I think 17 probably downed him. Probably did, actually, yeah. So yeah, pets you, don't you really see, get that many as the as the crocodile as this giant crocodile's jaws close around uh, little tree's foot, and it just pulls backwards. The entire tree is just torn asunder, and it then you know shakes its head around a few times and then hauls itself up onto the bank. This immense oh. creature is skin is covered in armor plating, and it is much larger than an average crocodile. Uh, Voicek, um is going to be going absolutely last, whereas Marty is probably going to go be going ooh, second with, with a nine. So we've got Michael, we've got Marty, we've got Malf, we've got Croc, and we've got Wojciech. Okay, Michael, what would you like to do? All right, I was hoping to do this while he, the crocodile is still in the water, but I'd like to use Ray of Frost on, on the crocodile. Uh, keep in mind... That it mm. is probably cold-blooded and is very not happy with being cold. Okay. And it's just got out of the water, so it's still dripping wet. It's still covered in water. Absolutely, yes. yes. I like I like where you're going with this. I dig it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you need to you need to make a roll uh, if I recall correctly? Yeah, I yeah on a hit things happen. Okay. Um, nine plus I don't know what what do I add? Proficiency and intelligence. So intelligence is plus two. 
So that's 11. And your proficiency should be plus 2. Yeah, proficiency bonus plus 2. Meets. Yes. So um, according to the sheet, uh, on a hit, it takes 1d8 cold damage, and its speed is reduced by 10 feet until the start of my next turn. Excellent. I'm going to say that actually halves it in this case because you're quite right. It is cold-blooded and it is covered in water. And and I liked your, your very flavorful thinking. So do, paint us a picture with words as to what this looks like as Michael hits the ball. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing, you know, it's dripping and it, you know, slides out of the water and I just step up and I blast it with a ray of, of frost and it's, um, you know, hope, hopefully it like, you know, encases it in ice or something. Excellent. Or at least can has you, icicles dripping off of can, it. Can you give me a D8? Yep. Thank you. Why does it... Oh, four. Excellent. Plus your intelligence. Which is two. extremely high. Yes, no, not two. plus the whole intelligence number, just plus the modifier, I know. which no. I think you said. No, no, no. I'm, I'm very smart. <laughs> I'm very smart. The we, we have played this before, yes. <laughs> Wonderful. So the, the, the crocodile is like kind of almost holding place. Um, behind you, Marty stops shoveling for a second. Uh, they close their eyes, saying a few words. Then they raise their hammer to the sky, and a bolt of light just erupts from their hand and strikes into the crocodile. I hope. Nice. Yeah, actually, with the 24, that'll do it. Actually, give me a sec. I almost just... Ah, yes. Wrong one, Joshua. So a bolt of light erupts from Marty's hand and strikes the animal, doing... Not quite as much damage as I hoped. However, um... The, this ray of light has also illuminated the crocodile, making it far easier to hit, even though it's... Sl also, I mean, it's slowed as well. And we come to Mouth. Alright, well, I can't do anything as cool as, like, by the power of Grayskull over there. But I can pull out my longbow and just shoot at it. Uh, you have advantage. Oh. Which you need. No, oh. I mean, you know, you tried, Josh. You really did. I yeah, I did. Um, so I mean, Malf is clearly I mean, well, very wait, distressed. Wait, hang on. What do I need to hit it? Because I get a lot. What did you roll? Well, like I've got range proficiency. Oh, okay. So I think I get that... plus six to my range attack. Oh, okay. In that case, yeah, you, you hit. Oh yeah, take that, sucker. Okay, so D eight, I believe. Yep, plus two for dex, uh, nine. Uh, and if you've got range proficiency, you get another. You get another two as well. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, I thought it was just a hit. No, it's, so it's both. both attack rolls. Nice. Okay. Yeah, Th this is why Aiden was such a murder machine, like in our last game. He's all right. <laughs> that that and I gave him yeah. a magical item, which like, just. <laughs> Do you wish to be an arrow-slinging murder machine? Here you go! Yes, please. <laughs> Wonderful. So, uh, Malf, um, where does the arrow strike the the crocodile? Uh, you know, uh, on the nose. Wonderful. 
So the, the, the arrow buries itself deep into the snout of this creature. It waves its head and it, 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 it does that, you know, crocodile roaring noise that I certainly can't reproduce because I have a very differently shaped mouth, throat, and tongue to a crocodile. Um, it then lurches up the bank. Uh, now, what I'm going to say is it ordinarily has a movement speed of 30 feet. I'm going to give it 15. Let's have some fun, because I didn't draw a map for this one. Um, Dame, highs or lows? We'll go low. Well, it doesn't get lower than that. It does not get any lower than a nat one, so... It is hauling itself out of the water. The the Just the freezing cold nature of what Michael did to it to the Ray of Frost is really hampering the creature, and it can't quite reach you this round. Um, Wojciech, as he is covered in bags of sulfur, um, there's not a lot he can do. So he's going to kind of, you know, just stay put because he can't really move. And we come back to Michael. So, uh, is, are the bags full? Or are, like, we ready, to, are we done doing the collecting? Almost. It's just, they're, okay. they're very encumbering. Okay. Um... Well, then I will go ahead and use another magic thing and mm -hmm. and use Ice Knife. Ooh, nice. Uh, d d d d on a hit, so I do need to roll a thing. Yeah, that's a good idea. Roll the thing. However, it was a one. Oh, no. That was a oh. one. So yeah. you try to oh, cast Michael. your spell, but you're, you're, you're clearly very distracted, but the the side of very, very large jaws coming towards you, and the magic dissipates in your hand. Okay. Um, could I... Is it too much to pick immediately turn and pick up a bag? You can run back to where Wojciech is, so you would not be in the direct line of eating. Yeah, I'll do that. That's, that's a, good a idea. Michael thing. Yeah, that, that very much is. Um, oh, wait, you have advantage on that roll. Oh. I, I think. Will... Let me double check that. I mean, if if you say I do. I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll you do. Yeah. I, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the things with guided bolt. All right, seven plus. With proficiency would be plus two, plus nine uh, intelligence. Yeah. Because there's another plus two. I think two. it's eleven that you rolled. Yes. Unfortunately, no. So your ice again. You're 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 just too worried about everything. Your ice knife goes wide, and then okay. you're like, "See ya." Yep, and I turn and go back to the the bags. All right, Marty. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Real quick. Uh, oh. Hit or miss, the shard then explodes. Oh, okay. Uh, the target and each creature within five feet of the point where the ice exploded must uh, succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take. 2d6 cold oh, damage. Oh, okay. Uh, 14. Actually, let me double check. It's... Yeah, it's minus one. What, what is your spell DC? Spell... Where is... I feel like I, I can't read anything on this sheet. I think it's 10 plus proficiency. I mean, if it's 10 plus, then that'd be 12. So I think it saves. Oh, plus your intelligence. Plus your intelligence. So plus it's a 14. Again. 
Okay, so yes. it has met, I'll say. Okay. Um, so what happens if it meets? Uh, I mean, does that mean it succeeded in exploding close enough? Quite possibly, yeah. Or, or somehow know. this large creature managed to like just like go and just leap to the side somehow. I mean, I'll go with whatever you say, but if it if it succeeds, then it's a two d six cold damage. I think if it succeeds, okay. it might take half. Uh, okay, so on a hit, it takes one d ten, which would have been pretty boss. Um, hit or miss. Okay, no. So it doesn't take any damage, unfortunately, because okay. it managed to jump to the side somehow. Um, all right, but it looked cool. And that's it all did right. look really cool. Like, everyone was very impressed, um, except for the fact that the crocodile... I mean, it didn't impress anything on the crocodile, unfortunately. Um, Marty, however, runs forward. They are yelling and swinging their hammer over their head, and they are going to strike it extraordinarily hard. And they get advantage on that roll, although they don't need it, but they might crit. No. So you see Marty bring the hammer down with both hands on the head of this crocodile. And just as it strikes the croc, you can see that this hammer is glowing with white heat. And they are going to roll a lot of damage against this critter. Josh, just double checking. Excellent. So, Marty does a grand total of... Oh, it Marty did Marty joined cool. the party? He seems really... He seems like an asset. Marty's awesome. Yeah. So, you see the, the heavy end of the hammer, because that's the end that you hold. Sorry, that's, yeah. that's, that's not the <laughs> yep. end you hold. <laughs> you hold the other end. That's the end you the, hit with. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the hitting end. Um, this one, Marty man. brings the hammer down on this crocodile with... You can see a lot of anger in Marty's eyes and just general bearing, and they are able to just slam this crocodile across the face with this hammer. And we come to Malf's turn. Well, I've sort of been uh, reacquainting myself with what rangers can do in combat, and it turns mm -hmm. out it pretty much just boils down to a uh, spell that does nothing or shoot with bow. So... Kind of got to go shoot with bow here. It's not like talking to animals is going to help. Now you know how I felt as Eden Hobbs. Oh, but that is a fine roll, sir. All right. Okay, so give me a D8. So the way we play crit natural, natural 20s here, people, is you get maximum damage and then you add on the rest of your damage. So you've got 10 plus 2 plus 2, I think. Yeah, I think so. Excellent. Way to go, mouth. Yeah, so your second arrow goes right down the gullet of this giant creature doing, you can only imagine, just immense internal damage to this creature. So you can see that this thing is now choking on an arrow. It's had its head slammed by a, a really, really hot hammer. Michael's frozen it in place. Wojciech has looked on in, in fear and, and disgust. Um, Wojciech is now going to take a run. Oh, sorry. The crocodile is now going to try and take a bite out of Marty. Who's the only person anywhere near it? Why is this thing not dead yet? It's a giant crocodile. It has a lot of hit points. 
Unfortunately, the jaws close around Marty, and they do... I think it was a... What did I roll to damage the tree again? Okay. You see the leg... Sorry. You see this creature, like, wrap its jaws around Marty's leg and just clamps down. Marty shrieks as the fangs open up a wound on their side as well, tearing their armor apart. And the creature is starting to try and drag them backwards. At this, Wojciech rumbles forwards, and I'm going to give him disadvantage because he's encumbered. But Wojciech brings the goods. He's such a good bear. He's a very good bear. His first uh, claw swipe tears along the crocodile's side and just opens it up wonderfully. He then attempts to bite the cre- and he done bite it. He done bit it good. His next bite just closes around the eye socket of the creature and just to a combination of wounds and damage, the giant crocodile now falls silent and is dead. Hooray! And I don't think we could have timed that any more perfectly because that's my lunchtime finished. Excellent. I'm just running over to a little tree like, what'd they do to you, man? <laughs> you, you, do, you do have a thing it's you so can do to, to kind of bring them back. Yeah, make a new one. Yeah. So the little tree, boy. like, tries to, like, hold, like, a little thumbs up, and then it, and then it, it's, like, a little tree limb just, like, yeah. It's been completely snapped in half. It's, like, I just try Was and... he even alive a day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not quite. The little tree did not do anywhere near as fluffy. F- fluffy. Yeah, little tree <laughs> Much longer lifespan. Well... Yeah, it's a giant crocodile. It's a, it's a CR5 fight, which I nerfed slightly. Because <laughs> otherwise it would have taken you guys to the cleaner. Um, but as we're finishing up there, um, let's do all of our socials and how people can get in touch with us. Um, Dame, how can people look up your lovely art? Hey, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Dame Does Art. Um at the moment, I am sick, but hopefully when this gets published, I will be coming around the bend. Excellent. Um, who's next on the Roll20 thing that I was just looking at and then looked away from because I'm not very bright? Uh, Jacob, where can people track you down? Um, you can find me on Twitter at jabbottsiu. Lovely. If people want to know more about IT security stuff and other bits and pieces... Um, uh, Tyler. Yeah, I am uh, at Ronald Foos on Twitter. If you want to uh, follow me, and if you want to check out some of the shows that I'm on, it go to club.fail. Excellent. And the um the 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 next greatest American podcaster. Yes. 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 I think yes. you're on all the podcasts now, aren't you, Tyler? Uh, I'm trying. Woo. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, work is uh, suffering, and you know I don't see my kids anymore. But uh, you know, podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the most important thing um, please no one tell Natalie I said that I'll be in trouble uh, and Ethan <laughs> yeah oh yeah uh, I guess I see each other on Twitter Which these days it's just a succession uh, fan thing these days lovely 
Uh, and everyone, I can be found at Nerdy People D D. Uh, please do check out our podcast channel. We have two campaigns uh, going at the moment: this and one based on the Cobalt Margrave campaign. And I am also running another podcast called Better Homes and Dungeons, which is all about design, how to do dungeon mastering, how to play in TTRPGs, everything. It's great. Uh, but until next week, we'll see you then. Bye. 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 Bye.